May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Hey everyone, I'm Joe Grapes. I'm one of the pastors here at Central City Church and I'm excited to have you join us for our daily readings. It's Thursday, March 26th, and our daily reading is Mark 9, 30 to 41. That's Mark 9, 30 to 41. And today, that scripture reading is going to be read by uh, Miriam and Jonathan and Isaiah Rule. They're a couple young people in our church, and uh, I've agreed to, to take some time to read the scripture reading. And uh, so excited to have them uh, doing that. And uh, afterwards, I'll share some thoughts. Before I do... Um, I wanted to just check in. Have you have you taken time today to ask yourself how you're doing? Uh, there's a lot happening, a lot of still adjustment. I felt like for the first time, really probably Tuesday and a little bit on Wednesday, I felt like I felt a little bit normal again for the first time in a while. Um, but how are you? You know, there's something about gathering and worship Um you know, sometimes I, uh, I I give small talk a hard time, but I, I honestly miss it. <laughs> I miss being able to just ask, you know, how you're doing. And sometimes we give those short answers and say, oh, I'm fine, and we don't mean it. And But honestly, you know, a lot of times I answer pretty honestly. I say, you know, I'm having a bad day. Or, and I know many of you answer honestly as well. And so I kind of miss that. And that's something that we just don't get in online worship, that sort of interaction where we can check in with people and say, you know, how are you handling this? Or And we get these different perspectives and those perspectives of the world and what's happening in the world can inform us and it makes us better people. So I wanted to capture that in online worship. And so what I'm asking people to do in our church is if you were to describe how you're feeling in the midst of all this with one word, what would it be and why? And what I'm asking you to do is answer that just as briefly um, as you can. And, uh, you know, just just a couple, 30 seconds or so. I'm going to take those videos we're going to put together. We're going to use it in worship. If we get enough people to, to uh, answer it, we'll put together a compile, compilation video that we'll show in worship. And so I encourage you to do that. Now, here's the thing. Um, if you're listening to this, you're going to be like, that's not for me. I don't want anyone seeing me, and I don't want to videotape myself, and I don't want to put the time to think about it. I get it. Um, I'd feel the same way. I, I wouldn't take the initiative. I'd say someone else can do that. Here's the thing. Everyone's probably thinking someone else can do that. So, you know, there's a good chance no one will do it. That's the risk whenever you put anything out like this. But if you're like, you know what, if no one else will do it, I'll do it. Friends, I would love to know that. You can even tell me, you can word it that way. You're like, well, if no one else wants to do it, I'll do it. Okay, great. That's fine. So if you're willing to do that, if you're willing to just take a t short video of answering the question, you know, one word, how would you describe how you're feeling and why? Uh, love to do that. All right. So with that said, here is our daily reading. This is Miriam, Jonathan, and Isaiah. Today's reading is Mark 9, 30 through 41. They left that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were. That was because he was teaching his disciples. He said to them, the Son of Man is going to be handed over to men. 
they will kill him. After three days, he will rise from the dead. But they did not understand what he meant, and they were afraid to ask him about it. Jesus and his disciples came to the house in Capernaum. There he asked them, what were you arguing about on the road? But they kept it. On the way, they had argued about which one of them was the most important person. Jesus sat down and called for the 12 disciples to come to him. Then he said, anyone who wants to be the first must be the very last. They must be the servant of everyone. Jesus took a little child and had the child stand among them. Then he took the child in his arms. He said to them, whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me also welcomes the one who sent me. Teacher, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name. We told him to stop because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for no one who does a miracle in my name can in the next moment say anything bad about me. Anyone who is not against us is for us. What I'm about to tell you is true. Suppose someone gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah. That person will certainly not go without a reward. God, we come before you and we want to pause in our day to recognize that you've invited us to be your children. And that to be with you, to accept you, to follow you is to only ever do so as a child would. Lord, humble us. Stop the, the things that we do and say to make us posture ourselves against one one another and compete and challenge just come and humble us your name amen i think i learned early on that whenever you have something good you're kind of told to protect it you you just have to make sure that it stays pure you see this everywhere you see this in, in products and brands and, and certainly with churches and with religious people and certainly even in families. I, I've got this thing and I love this thing and I got to make sure that it doesn't become something bad. I need to protect it. And I got to put up walls. That's how we protect things. We put up walls and we say, this is these are the walls that are going to protect this thing that I love. Well, that's what the disciples, I think, were trying to do with Jesus' ministry. They can't have people out there ministering in Jesus's name. They're going to make Jesus look bad. These people don't know anything about Jesus. The only thing they know about Jesus they're hearing from the crowds. They don't get that one-on-one -on -one attention that, that the disciples are getting with Jesus. So who are they to go minister in Jesus's name? That's what the disciples, they don't want, they can't have that. This is a good thing we've got. We've got to put up our walls. We got to decide who's in and who's out. But here's the great thing about the kingdom of God. Here's the great thing about the goodness of Jesus. Jesus is so good, you don't have to protect Jesus's reputation. I want you to hear that. Jesus, when, when the disciples are like, hey, should we tell these people to stop their ministry in your name? Jesus says, if they're not against us, then they're for us. I mean, you got to be thinking like, hold on, Jesus, they're going to get it wrong. Well, for, to be fair, the disciples got it wrong. And they're with Jesus. So how much more are these people who are who are 
following Jesus from a distance going to get it wrong? Jesus says, no, no, no. If they're giving someone something to drink and they do it in my name, they're going to get their reward. I, I just want to challenge you in this. The church, the, the community of God, the people of God, the person of Jesus, the nature of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, doesn't need walls to protect because God is that good. And God is actually fine with developing a bad reputation for the right reasons. That's one of the things we learn about Jesus right away. He's not worried about having a bad reputation if it's for the right reasons. And one of the reasons he says it's okay to have a bad reputation is people out there trying to do their best, even in his name. We live in a world that's full of competition. And we live in a world in which we try to protect what is ours and distance ourselves from something that doesn't quite make sense. And we do this in church. This is absolutely true for individual churches and for denominations. And what we see here going all the way back to the person of Jesus is Jesus wasn't interested in those walls. We as Christians should be willing to work with anyone who's doing good. I want to challenge you to think about that today. In what ways have you put up walls to protect yourself or to protect your faith from other perspectives, from other branches of even Christianity, let alone other religions? And, and is there good on the other side of those walls that you're missing out on? Are there people who are giving someone thirsty something to drink that, you know what, maybe it would be all right to work with them? Are there organizations and faith traditions? Are there things in the place? Maybe not all of it is good. I would say that most of the time it isn't. But is there good over there? That if you were honest, you would say, you know what, they're not really against me, which means, in Jesus' eyes, they're for us. Let's take some time to think about that today. Friends, thanks for joining us for our daily reading. You can find the readings and more by going to centralcity.co slash readings. Now, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.